This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Squeeze Kids! It's your daily news fix. Fun, free, fresh. Hello and welcome to Squiz Kids Today, your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. I'm Bryce Corbett. It's Tuesday, November 1. In Squiz Kids Today, Melbourne Cup back in full swing, New Zealand's Bird of the Year, the world's fastest shoes and the world's biggest jack-o'-lantern. That's what's making news, kids style. The Lowdown. It's often described as the race that stops a nation. And today, at 3pm Victoria time, lots of people around the country will stop what they're doing and tune in to watch 23 horses run in a circle around a racetrack in Melbourne. I'm talking about the Melbourne Cup, the most famous horse race in Australia. Horses travel from all over the world to run in the Melbourne Cup, not least because the winner walks away with over $4 million in prize money. Which, if you're a horse, will buy you a lot of carrots and keep you in horseshoes for pretty much the rest of your life. The first ever Melbourne Cup was held 161 years ago, and the winner was presented with a gold watch. So, you know, things have changed a lot since then. These days, the horses race each other over a distance of 3.2 kilometres, which is 3,200 metres for those of you doing the maths in your head. And this year's Melbourne Cup will be a big deal because COVID restrictions meant the last three Melbourne Cups took place with either none or only a limited number of spectators allowed at the racetrack. And while organisers are expecting about 100,000 people to show up at the Flemington racetrack today... Despite the forecast for rain and a chilly 14 degrees there, there are many Aussies who either don't give a hoot about the cup or are actively opposed to horse racing. At the Flemington racetrack yesterday, a group of protesters dressed as Tyrannosaurus Rexes staged their own race, carrying signs that said horse racing is prehistoric, complaining that it is cruel to animals and suggesting the sport should be made extinct like the dinosaurs. What do you think? Spin the globe. Each day we give the world globe a spin and find a news story from wherever it stops. And today we've landed in Pittsburgh in the United States, where the world's fastest shoes have just been revealed. Wait, what? The world's fastest what? Shoes, my friends, shoes. Now, these are no ordinary shoes. Created by a team of robotics engineers, they're like high-tech roller skates, enabling the wearer to walk at twice or three times the speed of a person wearing ordinary footwear. Check out the super cool video of the shoes in action in today's episode notes. You can make them go faster by increasing the pace of your footsteps or slow them down by decreasing the pace. And when you get to stairs, you lift your heel to lock the wheels. Because, have you ever tried to go downstairs on roller skates? It's not pretty. They're called moonwalkers, and their creators hope they will completely change how and at what speed we all get around. And they only cost $1,700 a pair, and if you order them today, you might get your pair in March. So, you know, you better not be in a hurry to get shoes that make you go faster. Get it? Hurry? Faster shoes? Oh, go on, admit it. You missed me yesterday. 
Animal Kingdom. The votes are in and the rock wren has beaten the penguin in New Zealand's high-profile and occasionally contentious Bird of the Year competition. Wait, what does contentious mean? It's a word used to describe something when it's controversial, which is what this simple bird popularity contest has been the past few years. Yesterday, we learned that the Piwawa Rock Wren made a late surge in votes to take out this year's title. With apologies to our New Zealand listeners for what I am certain is a gross mispronunciation of that bird's name. The Rock Wren pipped the popular Karora Penguin at the post to win the competition. Now, this year's competition was controversial because the hugely popular Kakapo parrot, an especially fat variety of the parrot species, was banned from entering because it has won too many times already. And last year's competition attracted headlines because a bat was permitted entry in the comp. And it won. Hey, they do things differently across the ditch. Good luck to them. And congrats, of course, to the Rock Wren, a photo of which I've included in today's episode notes. Biggest, furthest, longest. And so we turn our gaze to Minnesota in the United States, where the world's largest pumpkin has been carved into the world's largest jack-o'-lantern for Halloween. What's a jack-o'-lantern? It's a lantern made from a hollowed-out pumpkin. Maybe you made one yourself this Halloween and stuck it on your front doorstep, on your lawn or maybe on your fence. Now this particular jack-o'-lantern came from a pumpkin that weighed 1,100 kilograms. And that's about the same weight as a rhinoceros. Big enough that it broke the Guinness Book World Record earlier this month for the planet's biggest pumpkin. A gardener from the state of Minnesota has carved the pumpkin into the image of an eagle. And I've stuck a link to photos and video of it in today's episode notes. It's very cool, even if it looks to me more like an angry bird than an eagle. Time for the quiz. This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one. Which bird won this year's New Zealand Bird of the Year competition? Yeah, that's right. It was the Rock Wren. Question number two. What prize was handed out to the first ever winner of the Melbourne Cup? Yeah, that's right, it was a gold watch. Well done if you got that one. Question number three. In which state of the United States has the world's biggest jack-o'-lantern been carved? Yeah, that was a toughie too, wasn't it? The state is Minnesota. Shout outs. It's November 1. Pinch and a punch for the first day of the month. Today is All Saints Day, an important day in the Christian calendar to commemorate all of the saints in the Christian faith. It's also a special day for these squiz kids celebrating a birthday today. Kaylin from Newcastle, Daisha from Sydney, Thomas from Zilmere, Benjamin from Sutherland, Darren from Cherrybrook, Raina from Pimble, Bentley and Nazreen from Forest Lake, Xavier from Petersham and Chase from Fairwater. And belated birthday shout-outs go to Seth from Cairns, Xavier from Drysdale, and Finley from Mornington. And classroom shout-outs today go to Year 2 at St Joseph's Primary School in Wagga Wagga. Year 4 Blue with Mrs Pringle at St James Primary School in Katara South. 
Miss Garrard's class at Craig Byrne Primary School in Adelaide, Year 6 Orange and Mrs McGuigan at Monavale Public School, Class 6MU at Warhope Primary School, and finally to the Fawertas family, Esther, Olive and Maeve, who are currently on a road trip across the Nullarbor Plain and listening to Squiz Kids every day in the car. Safe travels, guys. Don't forget, if you've got a birthday coming up and you want a shout-out, or if you're after a classroom shout-out, drop us a line at squizkids at thesquiz.com.au or fill out the form on our website. Well, that's all we have time for. Thanks for listening to Squiz Kids today. We'll be back again tomorrow. In the meantime, get out there and have a most excellent day. Over and out. Over and out.